Lights, action, performance. It's time to showcase yourself with us. It's the Entertainment Biz Podcast. So it's Michael. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks for having me. That's all right. So you get the proceedings underway this evening. Yes, hopefully that's that'll work out. It's my first gig outside since the return of the <laughs> the shows. Um, the first one where they appear to be taking the whole, still taking social distancing seriously. I think many of the world has given up <laughs> from my experience this this week. But, so, what's uh, it like to be the the starting act of a comedy night? Um, well, it can be quieter, right. uh, so that's nice because you can blame that. Mm-hmm. If it's not going, if it doesn't go as well, but it's—I mean, it's—I yeah. I, the, the sweet spot is the middle spot, I think, because everyone's uh, like up for it because they've just been warmed up by the opening acts and the compare, and um, the close, and then no one's drunk enough to ruin it. Uh, the, normally, um, if the atmosphere good, is good, it should Does be it fine. Does it make you more nervous at all? Not massively. I suppose I've been a bit more nervous because I haven't gigged for six months, but. Um, no, not really. No, it's all right. I mean, I get home sooner. <laughs> it's always advantages. You mean you don't stay to the rest of the comedians? I do sometimes. Right. Um, but I live down in Brighton. I've been away for a few days, so right. I shall be sneaking away as soon as I... I, be, I, uh, I grew up in, in this area, so I uh, stayed at my mum's last night. So I was born just down the road. Oh, OK. Yeah. So how did comedy come to you? How did it come to... Oh, just I always liked it when I was a kid, and I moved to London uh, uh, when I was like eighteen or so, and there was just lots of open spot nights, nights like you have with musicians, and um, I uh, I, want, I wanted to try it. it. Took me years to have a go, pluck up the courage, and yeah, just just very slowly. It was a hobby for many years, and just eventually, I was uh, finding it harder and harder to turn up to work on time, so I had to leave there and um, try and make a living, which I've been doing ever since. So you enjoy it, obviously, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's fun. Mostly, I enjoy it. I mean, there's occasions where it's horrible, <laughs> but mostly it's great. You know, it's my, what do you know. love about it so much, then? Um, it, I mean, it, it, different things are rewarding. So if you come up with a new bit and you try it and it works, that feels amazing. Um, it's, I mean, it's 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 a, you know, I, work, I worked in a job centre for eight years, which was, uh, you know, that could be quite draining day in day out um, so so I, 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 I yeah I mean that's not next customer that, please yeah that's not the reason to enjoy something because it's less terrible than something else um, but uh, yeah I do try and you know if, if I am ever feeling despondent I'm, I do want to go back to the job centre um, so so yeah so I like the fact that it isn't a job centre um, it can be just good laughing travel around and stuff and um yeah, but get, get to go to other countries on other, somebody else's expense. So. How do you describe your comedy then? Well, it's... Um, I always want to write sort of very clever, insightful things about society, but I would use this phrase... that You know that phrase, or oh, life's what's happening when you're making other plans? My act... Is what's what is is what happens when I'm trying to write that I just described. Like I, I generally it's stories from my uh, like my life and um, yeah, just anecdotes and things that I've em- embellished and made made funny. Um, I'm forever trying to write something clever, but it never happens. So generally, it's just funny stories. Um, birth cons- of my child, um, dyslexia. It's got loads of stuff about dyslexia and. Uh, uh, 
struggled with that when I was young. Um, just, uh, yeah, whatever. Are you constantly writing stuff all the time or coming up with ideas and stuff? Um, well, I sometimes write as a job, so I help people prepare for shows and things. Um, so that's for other people. I should write more than I do. I was fine, I was watching a... Listen to a podcast about procrastination on the way here, funnily enough. So I try to write every day. Uh, often a week goes by and I've done nothing. But I try. Because it must be quite hard to come up with new material all the time. It is. It's, you know, the thing is, is uh, unless you're a, a, a touring act who's famous on the TV and all that sort of stuff, you don't really have to uh, in the short term. I could write... I've got a 20-minute set now. I could do that exact same uh, set in a one year's time. Yeah. After a few years, it would start to show its age. Even if it's not been on TV, comedy will it will date. Other people will have done similar things. Society moves on. It's it, it, it <laughs> you know you start talking about your baby. And you look a bit old to have a baby. <laughs> it's just like the, slowly but surely, your act will 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 age with you. So you do need to to keep it as fresh as you can. And you can have your old favourites. I mean, there's the old joke in my my set. I always do. I've been doing for donkey's years. Like for. As long as, I say, as long as 10 minutes of it you've come up with, if it's a 20-minute set, for example, as long as 10 minutes of it you've come up with in the last year or two um, and five minutes is pr- pretty f- pretty fresh, you can have five minutes of just y- y- your favourite um, stuff. I don't always keep to that formula. Um, I wouldn't say I'm keeping to it at the moment because I haven't gigged for ages and I can't just just experiment on your paying audience. So I need to keep it, you know, I, I might try something tonight and it'll probably go wrong and I'll apologise. Brings me on to the subject. What have you guys missed and what have you missed? Um, I mean, the bits of it, uh, I've got to be honest, I've enjoyed aspects of it. Um, but um, I I think it, it's, it, it is an ad- adrenaline hit. That's the first thing that's come to my head. That's a, it's a, a, it's a, a sort of immediate uh, antidepressant, I suppose. Um, that if you do have a good gig, it's it, it really perks you up, you know, immediately, even if you're having a bad day. Um, what have I missed? Um, I have a lot of friends in comedy, but they're not, you know, they're people, they're friends when I see them, and I don't. So I've, I, they're like work colleagues are in many ways. They're not people you ring necessarily, but it's really nice to see them with you, and so see see people again. Um, I could quite get on for, I'm almost overloaded with things that I've missed, as many people are, I imagine. Mm. Um, but yeah, but I mean, life stuff, really. Just going to the cinema has been, you know, I missed that. And um, yeah, um, it's, 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 uh, it, for me, it's been a slow burn. I haven't, I haven't noticed um, specifically getting uh, pr- stressed or frustrated. And you know that thing about the frog in boiling water, it's just slowly started to get to me. I did notice I got to go to, to some dig- gigs in Dubai over December. Nice. I was one of those pricks. <laughs> I'm not a, um, what do you call it, an influencer, so I get, get away with that. I've, I've, oh, I, haven't got, I haven't got a bloody, what do you call it? What's that thing? Instagram, and I'm terrible with all that. I need to do all that. I've, got, I've signed up, but I'm, I'm such a dinosaur. Where were you in Dubai then? Oh, uh, where about? All over the city. Right. And, uh, but they pretty much just let I open the floodgates um, for that brief period uh, when uh, I guess I guess they had to stop doing that along with everybody else but that was you suddenly realised what you weren't allowed you know they were still doing the, some of the social distancing and all that but they, it was pretty much business as usual and that was really you suddenly 
was a very a real nice relief in the in um, you, I realised then what what you were missing straight straight away. It's quite subtle. There's no there's no individual one thing that I oh God I wish I could doing that could do that but. Uh, is it combine the whole things and it yeah it starts so to get one to minute there. Dubai and next minute Camberley yeah uh, <laughs> what's it like to be, to be honest, back I, I, I am more Camberley than Dubai I get to Dubai every couple of years maybe um, it's like, you know what I, I, I love uh, sort of gig, gig, sort of pub gigs they're much more intimate they're much more fun normally some of the real you know the, the, the larger club ones they can be really good fun too but they, they can be um, more, more, I don't know, more stressful, less personal, less fun. Like I'm not, I feel less, I, I feel under less pressure in a gig like this for it to, because it's smaller, there's a, it, I, I can't quite describe it, but it just, it does feel like l- less pressure. I mean, it could be, you know, if it goes badly, that's not nice. I'm <laughs> just um, in the same way as not nice in a bigger club, but it's, um, I, I, yeah, a bit of me prefers it. I, Fantastic. Yeah. Well, have a lovely night tonight. Thank you very much. Enjoy the audience out there. Yeah, cheers. And okay. smash it. Thank you very much. Cheers. Funny Boats Comedy Club. All over the shop in Farnham, different parts of Guildford, Camberley, all over the place. Check out the website. Oh. What's the website called? Funnybonescomedy.com. <laughs> Check out funnybonescomedy.com. There's a right laugh in it. <laughs> Lights. Action. It's the Entertainment Biz Podcast. Johnny, how are you? I'm ambushed. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) So let me tell you, I've been gigging for 10 years. I've never just about to go on stage. So just come and do this quick podcast and then I'm in a studio now. There you are, you see. Whoa, it's amazing. It's awesome. Uh, It's awesome. (laughs) I'm a fan of it already. (laughs) So Johnny, how are you? I'm all right. I've just done three nights of gigging on the bounce, and this is number four. I'm loving it. I want to just keep going now. I feel like all the gigs I've missed over the last year, I want to try and do them all in a row now. Have you bounced back after kind of... How long have, kind of, have you been off? Uh, well, like most comics, a pretty open year of diary. I've done the odd thing. I've done a lot online. Yeah. I managed to win an award online, which was... Pretty impressive and a total fluke. But yeah, I won Best Kids Show at Leicester because I did my kids show online and it seemed to work. So that was a a win. I like that. But apart from online stuff and the odd gig here and there, I've just been a house husband, which there's nothing wrong with. No, not at all. We'll just add that in. Uh, Respectable. And a bit of a teacher because I've been trying to homeschool my two kids. Yeah. But I decided that I definitely don't want to be a teacher. So that's one thing I've learned. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) What do you love about comedy? Uh, I think it's the, and this is what I've missed the most, the the, the chance to just let everything out. Like, I think when you're younger, you kind of feel bad if, like, your ears stick out or there's something different about you or whatever. And, you know, if people take the piss or whatever, like, that's a negative. What I learned from comedy, it was such a sort of sense of freedom, is that anything like that, if you have a bad day, if you go and do something embarrassing... It's like, hooray, new material to go on stage with. It's like fuel for this thing that we do. But also, it's an incredible sense of freedom and confidence if you can go on stage and do that. And then when you work out that people are laughing along with you rather than at you, off stage, I think it just is quite helpful. I think it, it makes you um, a bit more chilled about stuff, I think, you know, if things go wrong or whatever. And then, you, like I say, you can 
you can look for the funny in most things that you're doing day to day. So that's what I love about it. How did you discover this talent then? I used to work on a bar and I was in a rock band and I was pulling pipes and mopping the floor and unblocking sick from toilets and all that sort of glamour. And then there was a comedy night at the weekend on the bar that I worked at. And over time, I saw pretty much everyone who's now on TV on the circuit at that time. So like, you know, one act opening would be like Andy Parsons. And then in the middle, you'd have like Rod Gilbert and then closing, you'd have Lee Mack. And it was because it was in London, this club in Holborn. And without realising it, I think I sort of sent myself to comedy university. I kind of managed to just sponge it all up. And then what happened was bit by bit, I got more interested in trying to do it and the band I was in was kind of falling apart and not really happening. And then one day I decided to just try it. I just thought, you know, I'll have a go and see what it's like. And I can remember about, I don't know how many in, a bunch of gigs in. The first time I did a five that worked and I actually was on, was on like a proper bill, not an open mic night where it was all pros and a media five minutes and, you know, Saturday night audience that had bought tickets and it was packed and that kind of set up. And they really laughed and liked it. I just felt like, I know it sounds really cheesy, but I honestly felt like I'd sort of come home. I was like, I kind of went, okay. And it was really weird because for a lot of my life, people told me that maybe I should do comedy because in every job I had, I always dicked about. And even when I was in my band, I was very silly on stage. And I think everyone else was going, you should do comedy. And I was like, no, I'm going to be a rock star. I'm going to be in a band. And then it just took that part-time job that I had while I was in that band to, yeah, find, find it. So describe your comedy to us. So it's pretty feel-good. It's very interactive. I don't like the word audience participation. I feel like people kind of cringe and go, but my show is well, well involving people, but it's about championing, that's the right word, um, somebody, if I use them, rather than ridiculing them. If, if If I looked out in the audience and thought, this guy will be good for something or this girl will be good for something. The way I want to perform is at the end of the night, people will be like carrying around the pub, buying them drinks, patting them on the back. Not that person's leaving the venue thinking I've been, you know, made to feel really stupid and horrible about myself or whatever. And that's why I don't like audience participation because I feel like you think of things like someone being hypnotised and made to walk around like a dog or whatever. So it's very feel good. It's very inclusive. And I do songs and I just, I love doing it, and I love being on stage, and I think that that helps me to connect with an audience, because I think they can tell that I want to be there. I'm certainly not an act that's kind of like gigging on the circuit and hoping that one day I'm going to become a presenter or something, and this is like my springboard to it. If I stay on the circuit and gig in from now until when I retire, I'll be totally happy. Obviously, I'd like to do all the things, but I love the grassroots level of gig, and I like coming to a pub like this and suddenly going into the corner of the pub and being on a podcast. <laughs> As you have, your dream has come true. <laughs> Which is absolutely brilliant. Well, I wish you the very best of luck for this evening. Thank you. And smash it. I'll try my best. You guys have, like, you've fluffed me. Like, you know in porn there's a fluffer. I feel like this podcast has done that for me. I'm ready to go now. There you are. I've geared you up. Johnny, thank you. All right, boys. Take care. Cheers. Hey, thanks for listening. We very much hope you've been entertained. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Entertainment UK. You'll find all our podcasts at buzzpodcast.co.uk.